wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I love them so much. Honestly, it's going to be a real joy. And uh, do check out Kevin Fox's, um, uh, the album uh, that we talked about. It's so good, man. You know, sometimes we get people give you CDs and you go, yeah, all right, check this out. And toss it in the back of the car. I played it and I played it and I played it and I played it on loop. It is so good, man. So good. They're such nice people as well. Now, uh, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. 0344 499 um, Catherine Boyle is away this week. Uh, so it's just me. Oh, um, and you can call him about anything you want. But do you remember yesterday? We talked about a young lady called Amethyst Realm. Amethyst Realm. Um, And she... Well, she's in the papers again today. Um, So let me just read a little bit of this. Amethyst claims to have had more than 20 phantom flings, even joining the Mile High Club with her latest spirit partner. She, She says, quote, My new ghost lover is really special, wise, stable and kind. I'm not 100% sure if it is male or female, but I have found true love. Wow. Um, We met when I went on a trip to Australia earlier this year. Spirits usually remain in one place, but I'm delighted this one followed me back to the UK. I was happy and excited. So excited, in fact, we headed to the Plain Loo, and I am now a member of the Mile High Club. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way deeper and more satisfying um, than I've had with ordinary men. I've given up sleeping with humans. Ghost sex is deeper, more passionate and seems more natural. And then there's another young lady in the papers today as well, Sean Jameson. Uh, Although currently dating a living man, Sean, 26, claims to have had a passionate had passionate sex with a ghost from the 19th century. She says, After splitting with my long-term boyfriend three years ago, I rented a 16th century cottage in West Wales. I was immediately taken by the painting of a handsome man above the mantelpiece, which dated back to 1820. A few months after I moved in, I woke one morning to find a dark-haired, very good-looking young man lying next to me. He had a kind of shimmer as if he was behind a fluttering voile curtain. Um, I felt a hand on my waist, but the touch was strange. I looked at the man again and realised he was the one from the painting. We ended up making love for an hour. He was very gentle. Even when he moved on top of me, pressing down, he felt almost weightless. It was very strange, but the sex was amazing. Um... And then we kind of... Hayley and I were kind of digging around, and we found out, actually, this is not as rare a phenomenon as you might expect. There are actually quite a few instances, accounts, from, you know, I've got to say, from normal people. It seems to be normal people um, who've had sex or relationships with ghosts. And I'm absolutely thrilled to say that we've got one of them now. We've got Amanda Teague on the line. Good evening, Amanda. Good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you very much indeed. Um, you, you're not you, you're married to a ghost, is that right? 
Yes, that's correct. And it seems to be since I came out with my story, there has been so many other people come out too. Right. Um, I actually run a group uh, on Facebook called Spiritual Love for people that are in spiritual relationships. And I, we have over 40 members now from all over the world. Wow. How, well, let's we'll talk about the group in a second. How did, how did your story start, Amanda? How did you meet your, your ghostly lover? Well, my story um, started um, uh, with practicing witchcraft. I was practicing witchcraft for about 10 years. Um, now, I identify as being asexual, so um, or maybe on the demisexual scale. Um, so the physical body is not important to somebody who's asexual right. or demisexual. Yes. So um, I had struggled for a long time with my sexual orientation and, and, and the whole thing about gender. So uh, I had put I, I had cast a spell um, to, to meet a soulmate pretty much about six months before I felt the energy of the spirit come through. Yeah. So literally just one night, um, I just felt I would work with energy a lot. So, I mean, it wasn't unusual for me to feel energy, but I usually knew the energies that would be around. So this one night, this energy came in. I didn't know who it was. So I didn't connect with it because there are spirits out there that can be deceptive and, and, and you know, spirits that you really don't want to communicate with. When, so when you I say deceptive, Amanda, so when you say deceptive, do you mean like spirits that are, are pretending to be, you know, like an, a nice 18th century um, cobbler, but actually they're demonic or evil? Yes, exactly. Wow. Uh-huh. OK, mm-hmm. OK. Or maybe not even demonic, but they, you know, I mean, if you can imagine, there's nice people in this world and there's rapists and there's murderers. So you've got kind of the same thing. It could be just an earthbound spirit as well, not particularly yeah. a demon. But, you know, and in fact, earthbound spirits who are kind of evil uh, in, in, in the way that we would understand evil in this world, they're probably actually more deceptive because they've got an agenda. Yeah. OK. So how did you d- d- detect or decide that this spirit was friendly? Right, well, about three times um, I felt this energy around before I decided I would connect with it. So then when I finally decided to connect with him and he told me who he was, um, that he was a pirate from the 1700s. And I mean, I was very, very suspicious. There was very little way of verifying who he was. Mm. Or, you know, so it, it took a while. It took about six months of me asking him to tell me things that I wouldn't know that I could go away and research. And I think the deciding thing for me in proving that, that he was who he said he was was the fact that he told me that we were linked ancestrally and that if I went back to my maternal um, family tree that I would find a Teague there. And I did that. And my great-grandmother was actually Teague. So uh, there's no way I could have possibly known that. Wow. So that, to, to me, that was very much... When the they start giving you information that, that, that you don't know but is verifiable, then that means you're onto something, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people think um, that you're very airy-fairy if you're, if you're into spiritual work. And that some people are, but yeah. there are some people who are quite scientifically minded and very logical thinking people, and I would be one of them. So, I mean, I just don't take anything at face value. Okay. I will go away and I will research it and I will look at the history of it. And so I, I wouldn't be taken in easily. So how did it? I mean, I, I don't mean this to sound flippant, right? But it's got—it's going to, just because of the nature of the question. How did you st- strike up a relationship? Did you start dating? Did you do you go out to like restaurants together? How how does it work? Right. Well, it is. It, 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 it's kind of. It, it's it's an interesting situation because um, we had spent a lot of time communicating. So again, bringing the whole sexuality thing into it. Uh, people that are asexual. 
are, are not terribly sexual people. So yeah. it really started off more as a friendship. And we just kind of got close over time and discovered that there was some romantic feelings there between us. Right. And, um, and then it, I was about almost a year we had been in communication. And out of the blue, he just suddenly told me that we could have a relationship together and a that physical. we could actually get married. Yeah, well, physical is probably the wrong word. But yeah, an intimate right. relationship. Okay, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, if I ask anything that's inappropriate, just tell me to jog on, Amanda, because I, I don't oh, want to. I don't want to ask anything that's rude. <laughs> I'm okay. sure you're not going to ask me anything that I haven't been asked. Well, I know, before. but I don't want to. I don't. I, you know, I. I want to be a sense of account. Okay, all right. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go straight there. The, the, how how do you have sex with a spirit? Right. Well, how you have sex with a spirit? Um, I was very confused by this in the beginning as well, and. Um, I started doing research and talking to other people. And I talked to other people that I knew in my own community here that, that, that had owned up and said, yes, they had had sex with spirits. Yes. So, um, so it took us quite a long time because it's all about feeling energy. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody will say, I went into a haunted building and I felt like a chill up my spine or I felt there was a presence there. That's feeling energy. Yeah. So when you work in mediumship or whatever, you learn to feel that energy on a more um, extreme level. So uh, feeling that energy to a level where you can have a sexual relationship, to me, it, ta- it takes a lot of work and a lot of learning. Now, some people, it's like drawing or whatever. Anyone can draw a stick man. There are people who can, you know, draw a portrait. There are people who are better at feeling energy than others, but yeah. anybody can do it. Yeah. So for, for, for me, it certainly took a while to get the hang of it. And another thing that I have discovered is that because obviously spirit doesn't really look like anything. They're just energy. So they have to draw energy to, to be able to perform physical acts, so to speak, to move things or, in fact, to have sex. So very often when a spirit is having a sexual relationship with a physical person, they are drawing on the energy of that physical person. Ah, For that okay. reason, you have to be super, super careful because if you are not very, very careful, you will find yourself becoming very, very ill because obviously you need your energy for yourself and if a spirit is constantly drawing the energy out of you then you know with you know your your body becomes run down and that in fact actually happened to me and i ended up seriously in a hospital in june because really, really, he was it was he was sucking everything out of you and you got yeah. you got ill i got very very ill i almost died yeah so wow. <laughs> So that's kind of a twist to the tale. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? I didn't so realise that. It's all that. good and it's all brilliant, you know, when when you're there, but you kind of don't look at the negative side no. of it, you know, and there is a negative side to it. And for somebody that's saying they're having sex with so many different spirits and mixing so much energy, I would be really worried long-term well, for, you... for their physical health as well. Okay, well, I was about to say, two questions, OK? Again, I don't mean to sound flippant. Can you um, have a ghost baby? And can no. you get... You can't have a ghost baby. No, I did actually. Um, I actually stopped my periods after we got married, and <laughs> I had this conversation with him because I was very, very worried. And yeah. no, no, you absolutely okay. cannot. Can have you a get baby? Can you catch ghost AIDS? No, because you can't get like ghost <laughs> STIs or yeah, anything. Ghosts are just like energy. It's like the wind okay. or electricity. They don't have wow. matter. And, and to have a baby or, or to catch an illness. No. Having said that, you know, I mean, somebody could get artificially inseminated and, you know, they, with a donor and they could say, you know, that that, that, that was a kind of a dust baby that yeah. themselves and the spirit had. But, I mean, it this wouldn't physically, biologically be the spirit's child. Um, or the same with, with the feces. 
uh, there's something called empathy or being an empath. So, you know, sometimes the spirit can feel what you're feeling and, and I would be able to, to feel sometimes what he had been through. So if he had an illness in his life and wow. he wanted to allow me to feel that, yes, I could feel it empathically, Incredible. but I wouldn't actually, like, physically get it, okay. so to speak. Um, how did... Did he propose to you? Did you propose to... Did he get down on one knee? No, I'm sorry to disappoint. Oh, really man, where's the romance in these like 17th century pirates? Kind of, you know what? We could get married, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, why not? Let's go for it. <laughs> Good <laughs> for you. The cars now, that was pretty exciting because, you know, we went out on a boat into international waters. Well, and, I'm watching. I've got and, a picture of you in your yeah. lovely white dress. You've got your beautiful bridesmaids. Um, it was a proper... And I got puked on during the ceremony as well. Sorry? Because, uh, I had forgot to tell people, you know, that I might be a bit rough out at sea. And, who puked, yeah, who so puked on you? Sickness, so I got puked on uh, 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 during my vows, yeah. Who, who puked <laughs> on you? That's not... That's not what you want um, at a wedding? One of the bridesmaids' boyfriends. <laughs> oh no! Come on! Yeah, no. Did did your, yeah, did your husband no, punch him? No, it wasn't funny at the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not funny. Um, no, it really wasn't. What funny. did? Where did your? What did your family say when you said? What's your? I can I ask? What's your husband's name? His name was John Robert Teague or Jack Teague. He, okay. he likes to be called Jack. So yeah. What did Jack your Teague. What did your family say when you went, guys? I'm getting married. Oh great! Can we meet him? Yeah, he's here. He's a he's a pirate from 1700 called Jack Teague. What What did they say? Did they think you were nuts? Did they um, go, oh here we go? Amanda's got another ghost in her life. What did they say? For most the most part, they were just kind of interested, uh, like yourself, as to how it worked, how we could have sex, how we could get married. Really. So I mean. It, because they're all quite open-minded and, and they would have known my path and the type of stuff I was into, you know. Obviously, marrying a spirit is taking all like to another, you know, level compared yeah. to what a lot of people do. But, I mean, they weren't terribly surprised. They were just interested as to how I was actually going to manage to do it. Yeah. And this is why, honestly, I think you're so, you're so brilliant, Amanda. As, as well as all of this, you're also a professional... Jack Sparrow, Pirates of the Caribbean impersonator. I used to be, but then after I got married, it just I just kind of felt weird. So I'm actually a RuPaul impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> you better work. Oh, girlfriend. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just... The, the whole Jack thing. I guess it was because I was married to a pirate similar to him. Yeah. I kind of yeah. wanted to be identified for me, you know? Like, we live in a modern world. No woman wants to be just identified by who her husband is, you know? So I kind of... I needed to kind of step out, in, you know, and say, well, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm more than this. And I have a new book coming out, which is the autobiography, which is called A New Attitude. So it's all about kind of balancing this yeah. thing between the spiritual and the physical and being an impersonator of pirates and then marrying a pirate. And, it's very easy to get lost in it all, you know, and I yeah. kind of, when I got sick, I really had to kind of step back and say, you know, who am I here you know in what? all of this? I'm so, it's so refreshing you said that, because part of me, when I saw the story, thought, oh, here we go. She's just saying this to promote her Jack Sparrow impersonation business. But the fact you're saying, oh, yeah, it felt a bit uncomfortable because he's a pirate, so I knocked that on the head and now I impersonate Riri Paul. Um, that's incredible. What What's your Facebook group that you mentioned, uh, Amanda, so in case it's people want to have a look? It's very simply called Spiritual Love. Spiritual um, Love. So it's very easy. And I, I'm Amanda Sparrow Large on Facebook as well. Okay. So actually my profile picture is actually me 
stress through all. So. Hey, listen. Here's a question. I'm 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 getting divorced, right? I'm single for the first time in a long time. How could 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 I get a, a ghost lover? Well, I mean, are you? Have you ever done any spiritual work? I mean, what what would your background be? I mean. Mm. I, I haven't no. really. No, I haven't done it. You, you need to kind of be connected to the spirits. Well, you here. know what? I mean, I do, although I've stepped back a good bit from the spiritual tuition, I, I do still give limited amounts of spiritual tuition. So, you know, you're you're okay. you're welcome to contact me and join oh. one of our classes. Oh, do you know what? I, I might take you up on that. Or if Jack, if Jack knows anybody, um, g- g- send them my way. Amanda, you're, you're a good sport. It's nice it. to talk to you. I wish you and Jack the very best. Thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you. Nice too. to talk to you too, Amanda. That's Amanda Teague. There we go. What a delightful lady. And the pictures, you know, it's a full on wedding. She looks gorgeous in her wedding dress. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. And boy oh boy, isn't it that tonight on Talk Radio? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Someone needs to tell him that there's only one li- one phone line working because normally we'd have three or four calls lined up now and we've only got one at a time. It's, it's, so it, it seems that what you can't phone in until this the, the call has gone off the line so we need to get that fixed we need to get that fixed by next week it won't be a problem for howard tomorrow but for me it's going to be a big problem so we need to get that fixed for tomorrow uh, for monday sorry uh, let's go to sausage vince good evening sausage hello hello sausage vince what can i do for you ah well um i'm a first time listener i was uh, i'm driving you see driving home late at night and i wanted to hear a bit about the deadline day so i thought i'd put some uh, Driving home for Christmas. Well, hi, yeah, you know how it is, but it's, it's not Christmas. No. Well, but you're Christmas still driving home, home, hopefully, so that you'll be there at Christmas. Well, I hope so. Fingers hope crossed. So. Be my first Christmas living home. alone. I'm really not looking forward to it. Um... All right, OK. Um, I'm glad you can see the humour in it. No, I stumbled across your show and I was like... Yes. What, what on earth is this? So oh. I thought I would give you a call. So okay. you could tell me yes. what it is. Does it have a format? What's the score, mate? Gosh, format. That's such, an old, that's such an old fashioned word. Oh, is it? <laughs> it, it is. Well, you, you old format. The, what, what, why would we have a format? The format is, if you want to, um, let me, if you want me to speak in two dimensional terms, the format is Monday to Friday from 10 o'clock, I come in and I sit down and. and we open up the phone lines, we open up the microphones, and we see just what the bloody hell happens. All right, OK. And anyone can phone in about absolutely anything they want. So this is like a meta-phone call, because I'm phoning in yeah. about the phone call. Man, Man alive, you, 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 we have just... Um, uh, we're now in the fifth dimension with this phone call. Mm. But, so what do you, you, what, do you normally listen to... Did you, were you trying to find talk sport then? 
Well, I'm not a big radio listener, but it was oh. deadline day, you know, and I've been on aeroplanes all day, so I didn't really, I wasn't able to follow it. Well, well, talk sport. So we're talk radio, and talk sport is in the the office next door, um, and they're horrible thugs. And they I do know that Tottenham have made um, sporting history by not buying or selling anyone. Indeed, that's my team. You see? Yeah, you see, and and I don't know anything about sport, but I know that much, and I know that another football team paid something like seventy five million pounds for a goalkeeper. Mm. That's ridiculous. A goalkeeper nobody's heard of. Exactly. That makes me suspicious, Sausage Vince. What does it make you suspicious about? I think there's some kind of scam going on. There's always a scam going on. It's just what the market will be, though. I don't know. I don't really like sport. It doesn't doesn't do it for me. So I've literally used up all of my sporting knowledge. That was pretty good, though. Thanks very much, man. Where does the name Sausage come from? Where, why did your parents choose that? Um, I, I don't know. I never met them. Did you not? They died in a sausage factory uh, wow. incident. I don't like to talk about it. It's, to I don't, well, not to make light of it, it it's possible that I've eaten your mum. <laughs> it is. You're not the first person who said that to me. You know? There you go. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that so many people are sexually disrespectful of your uh, deceased mother. That must be very upsetting. Vince, we're you're on... the only one who mentioned sex. Oh, that's cool, mate. oh dear. Monday to Friday, ten o'clock. Vince, I look forward to more calls. <laughs> okay, mate. Tutty bye, tutty bye. What a nice man. I liked him. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we, that line is free now. So the one line that works coming into the studio is free. So you, if you've been trying to get through, it's not been working. Um, now it now it works. You see, now it works. Uh, let's do. I tell you what, let's, we didn't read all of the um, the uh, horny ghost ladies, did we? So let's let's should we do some more of that. Where are they? Where are those damn horny ghost ladies? The ladies that claim to have sex with ghosts. By the way, that interview with Amanda, there's a bonus podcast. I put that out as a bonus podcast. That is what's going to win me an award. Um, let's go back to so Sean. Remember, Sean is, uh, is dating a living man. She's 26. She had passionate sex with a ghost from the 19th century. After splitting from my long-term boyfriend three years ago, I rented a 16th-century cottage in West Wales. I was immediate, and she, these are both, you know, I don't know why it should be important, but these are both very attractive women. I don't know why that should be important. Maybe, maybe because I guess I think attractive men and women aren't nuts. Is you know what I mean? If they were, you know, um, unattractive men or women, you kind of think, okay, well, there's obviously something lacking in their lives. So they have to make up this stuff to, you know, kind of... But but these are very attractive people. I mean, attractive people can be nuts and liars. You know, I've been out with some, you know. Um, I was immediately taken by the painting of a handsome man above the mantelpiece, which dated back to 1820. Excuse me, little you there. This is what... Doing this and Good Morning Britain, does you? A few months after I moved in, 
I woke up to find a dark-haired, very good-looking young man lying next to me. He was fully clothed in a loose white shirt, a neck scarf and old-fashioned breeches. Oh, there's a picture of the guy. Do you know who this guy looks like? He looks like me. I'm going to show the... Uh, now I've got the YouTube channel back. I'm going to show the YouTubers this guy. This guy looks like me. That's the guy. Can you see that? There we go. That's me. That's me. That's freaky. I hadn't noticed that before. He had a kind of shimmer to him as if he was behind a fluttering wild curtain. I don't know what that means. I told myself I was dreaming and rolled away from him. As I faced the wall, I slowly realised I wasn't asleep and suddenly I was frozen with fear. Horny fear. I felt a hand on my waist, but the touch was strange. Light and cool. I looked at the man again and realised he was the one from the painting. We ended up making love for an hour. This is where I start to think this story is bullshine. For an hour? Hell are you, what the hell are you talking about? He was very gentle. Even when he moved on top of me, pressing down, he felt almost weightless. It was very strange, but the sex was amazing. We made love three times before he vanished forever. I sobbed when he left. I guess I had fallen in love. When I told a couple of close friends about it, they looked at me as if I was mad, so I just laughed it off, said something about eating too much cheese, then kept quiet. I don't know, man. It sounds like absolute nonsense, doesn't it? It, I, I mean, I'm a little bit. Um, sounds a little bit nonsensical. Let's let's read. Let's go back to Amethyst Realm and her story. She seems to be the. Um, let's, let's just make it. Let's try and create a vibe. My go. My new ghost lover is really special, wise, stable, and kind. I'm not 100% sure if it's male or female, but I think I've found true love. We met when I went on a trip to Australia earlier this year. Um, Australia seems to be the place if you want um, horny ghost activities, then that's, that's where you should be going. Spirits usually remain in one place, but I'm delighted this one followed me back to the UK. I was happy and excited, so excited in fact, we headed to the Plain Loo, and I'm now a member of the Mile High Club. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way deeper and more satisfying than any I've had with ordinary men. I have given up sleeping with human men. I've given up. I've given up sleeping with human men. Ghost sex is deeper. 
more passionate and oddly seems more natural. You sense the presence, can feel the energy, and although there's no body to touch, you can sense that you're being touched. I know it sounds crazy, but I've been looking into having a ghost baby, and I don't think it's totally out of the question. I've always had the ability to communicate with the supernatural, and first started having spiritual sex when I was 18 and engaged. I was getting undressed for bed when I suddenly felt fingers fluttering their way down my spine and a soft whispering sound, but no words from behind. Paul Ross is not taking this seriously. Stop doing that. In my right ear, it made me shudder all over, but in a really nice way. The next thing I knew, I was being turned around and embraced. Ooh. I'm not even going to look at you because this is a serious story. My engagement ended... <laughs> Stop. Uh, uh, serious. My engagement ended when my fiancé returned one afternoon to find me in bed, wearing stockings, suspenders, a basque and a tiny G-string. He believed I was hiding a, lo a lover of the flesh and blood kind and ransacked the room looking for him. That's when I told him. I said he would never be able to find him because the man he was looking for was a ghost. He immediately packed his belongings and left. Run for the hills! Because <laughs> he realised you were an absolute fruitcake, my yep. darling. That is why. Have you read the... Uh, uh, so I was lurking in the doorway for about 15 minutes. Did you read the headline at the bottom of the page for that one? I did. I did. Yeah. Is, yeah. Do you want to do it? Go on. <clears throat> go on. Ghost. Ghosts give us the willies. There we go. You see, I mean... It's beautiful, I, don't I, analyse it. I hope they gave the headline writer uh, free donuts and coffee for the rest of the day. Paul Ross, um, I doubt you'll reach the dizzy heights of, of that, but, but what have you got for us this evening? On the show tonight, it's not something I'm familiar with particularly, because I'm not on Instagram or Facebook, I do a bit oh, of Twitter, okay. yeah. um, but we've got somebody joining us who lives with, manages, owns Chloe the, the Micro Pig. And Chloe the Micro Pig. Oh, okay. She's one of these animals that exactly. has taken up millions of followers. Animal influencers. Right, I've never yeah. heard of this because I'm outside the loop on Gr all that. Grumpy Cat. There's th Grumpy Cat's old now. So but... I've seen Grumpy Cat's picture and I've seen Adolf Hitler Cats. I oh, don't yeah, they influence yeah. things as much apart from putting the woolies up Poland. Yes, exactly. But, yes. Uh, so we've got Chloe the Micro Pig, on which I'm, that'd be a journey of discovery for me. Yeah. Um, also on the programme today, <laughs> we're talking about... Uh, I mean, I do, I'm, I'm, I'm straying to Howard Hughes' territory a little bit here. Yeah, go on. I know he's in for you for tonight, but um, his show Sunday night is a kind of paranormally unexplained. In 1966, there was a remarkable UFO incident when a school full of children, including the headmaster, all had the same story. A large flat craft was being shepherded and trailed through the skies by Australian Air Force planes. I've heard this story. Half yeah. a dozen of them. Yeah. And now audio has been revealed on this, which seems to back up what happened. The headmaster... Craven though he was, wouldn't come out of the school. He was too terrified. The children, we've got a couple of the children we're going to hear from as well. No, adults. 1966, they, it all happened. This happened. Yes. And now audio is emerged from the time. Only on like a primitive old dictaphone, it's been authenticated. So I'm picking that one as well. That's incredible. Bizarre story. Have you heard the audio? I have, yeah. And it's a bit, it's basically a lot of kind of Australians, oh my God, type stuff. Okay. And, but one of them describes it and says quite clearly, this thing's kind of being shepherded. Now, they're always, you know, Occam's razor means you slice away at something and what's left is the truth. So it's more likely to be some kind of maybe prototype stealth bomber. But the yeah. Australians have never been at the no. forefront of aero technology, very, have they? Very, backwards Just a very backwards <laughs> Apart from Clive James, well, thankfully still with us. He is still yeah, with us. God isn't bless he? him. Yeah. He's still with us. He's a very us. underrated poet, 
Clive James. He wrote he's, he yeah. had a couple of best-selling books of poetry. He's, yeah. really, you know, he's a lovely fellow, I think, old Clive. That Clive James on TV was bef- is what the internet is now, yeah. where it was full of crazy Japanese programmes and weird... It, and, and now you, can, you you get, like, an, an email every day. Have you seen this? Well, I did two series based... I did two series for Challenge TV of Endurance UK, which was basically really? basically endurance, but we, we filmed it in Maidstone, <laughs> and we had, rather disgracefully, yeah. two yellowed-up white men playing my sidekicks, Hokey and Koki. And their catchphrase wow. isn't something I can say on this program. Wow. And we gave people the first year, the prize was a holiday to Fouquet, which I had to pronounce rather differently. Uh, yes. You can imagine. Yes. And it involved things like people bobbing for false teeth in lavatory pans filled with kind of the offshoots of ashtrays, people being thrashed with nettles as they hung up, people being stretched on giant rubber bands and going through this kind of slidey thing into a load of cow and horse manure. And the on, one who hung on the longest was the winner. On that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Endurance, we oh. ain't got no life insurance. I still remember the theme tune. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.